Hi, welcome to London and Newcastle podcast. I'm Alessia Zuccarelli, your host, and today we are joined by Marco Cherizi, who is my husband, and we're going to be talking about um, tests and test preparation, especially tests that um, are really difficult and that everyone tells you in the beginning that there's no ways you can pass. Welcome to Marco. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining me. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience with tests and w- which tests you've done and how you managed to pass them, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the most recent, my most recent experiences with uh, tests have been with the AWS um, exams. So that's uh, Amazon Web Services. So those are uh, IT specific sort of industry um, certifications. Um, there are various types of exams that you can do. Each of those will give you, um, again, will give you a certification uh, specific that would that would prove that you have a certain kind of knowledge on a certain area that's covered by AWS, um, and all of that is has to do with a sort of cloud computing. Um, and you can go uh, down the, the route of um, certified developer, certified solutions architect. There's DevOps for sort of people more into the operations stream. There are security, IT sort of security specialties. There are um, uh, Alexa uh, skills building sort of um, certifications. So there, there are various There's sort of streams. for everyone. Yes. Um, and so the the first certification that I got was, I believe, I think it was last year, and it was uh, a certified developer associate. So that's considered, um, well, at the time, that was the easiest of the lot. And these days, there's actually one that's easier than that one. So that's more like, a, but it's still very much of sort of a, getting started it's like it's it's a decent certification will prove that you have a good amount of knowledge but it's not one of the hardest not one of the hardest ones and then um after that i did the solutions architect associate which is somewhat of a mid-level certification then just recently this year i did the solutions architect professional which is considered by all accounts the hardest Mm -hmm. certification um from AWS. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I have some insider knowledge on this topic, but um, when you were preparing or when you decided that you wanted to do this test, the kind of overwhelming majority of people that you spoke to told you that it was going to be extremely, extremely difficult to pass. And then when you started, your experience or what your impression was the same was that it was extremely difficult so how what tools do you think and and you know sort of universal that can be applied to not only it you know people who are studying for the aws in particular but also to other tests what kind of skills do you think um helped you to pass that test in the end and like to sort of tackle the the nature of it that felt so insurmountable 
Well, so just to stay specific for for a minute here, um, in my case, uh, as I, as I mentioned, I went through sort of different level, different difficulty levels, and so what I noticed in, in my particular case was that the so the easier certification I did, there were a lot of resources out there, um, just courses from like third party organizations that would just you know help you sort of get prepared and. I find that I was I found that I was able to prepare and and do the exam and and I passed it and I you know passed it successfully um just by looking at those resources I never really went digging too much into the sort of the official mm. uh, you know manuals and resources I, I just went down so these these kinds of resources that I looked into were meant to get you prepared for the exam so um by the end of it, you would be able to pass the exam. You wouldn't necessarily know absolutely everything there was to know, mm-hmm. but just just about enough to pass the exam. Um, but then what I noticed was that as I kept progressing into the solutions architect associate and then especially the professional one, none of those resources really mm. helped. Um, they were very, just very, very limited. Um, in their scope and in the things that they were cover, and so I found that the harder the harder the certifications got, the more I had to go into the official um, documentation and official mm-hmm. manuals and download white papers and look at the actual authors of all those services that I was studying and just look at what they had to say about everything. Um, so basically, just go with you know with just as as many as much of sort of, as many sort of official mm. resources as possible as possible that actually makes a lot of sense because i think what you can do um and it depends on the nature of the test and what you're studying for but you can really get bogged down so sometimes uh, there's not a lot of information um out there and so the stuff that you find is unreliable or you can get really bugged down and overwhelmed by just the sheer amount of material that's there. So by going the official route, I guess, it helps you just to kind of stay a little bit more on track. Um, would you agree? Um, I, I do agree. Um, although what, I, what, what happened for me at least was that going down the official route meant that the the sort of the just the breadth of services and things that were covered was way way larger way way bigger okay um whereas so the whole idea of those online courses that i found for the the first certification was that they would try narrow down to exactly what they thought okay Uh, so these these were built by you know people who have done multiple certifications so they had themselves a lot of experience and what they would do is they would just narrow it down to just exactly what you needed to know and so there's pros and cons there right because obviously you pass the exam but it's, it's almost like you just pass the exam but you're not necessarily then the the, the greatest expert mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. whereas but but what, it, what you what you do is that what that gives you is that within a reasonable amount of time you can get prepared and pass the exam um, as opposed to spending, you know, months yeah. and months becoming and months. like an expert on it, yeah. yeah. Which is what I had to do for the AWS uh, Solutions Architect Professional. Yeah, I think I spent in total probably between six to eight months, Preparing, um, yeah. just getting ready. So yeah. that was really, really hard. Yeah. So a few things there, just from what you mentioned. 
Um, so I think probably what, what you're talking about is the difference between understanding the, the course material and um, in its entirety versus spotting. So just trying to just trying to get through the exam. And I guess the whole point of the professional certificate that you did is that you're supposed to be able to use those skills in the workplace. So it's very practical. It's practically related. Um, so you needed to know the material in order to apply it then in the examples. And it wasn't enough just to try and do past papers to spot the information that you needed um, just for the exam. So I think, you know, did you feel that then uh, the the studying experience and what, you, you know, sort of the outcome was more valuable for that reason or is it still the case because I think the problem with exams is that you can study and then just pass study just to pass the exam and Mm -hmm. then afterwards immediately forget it so do you feel like because the test was that much harder and you studied so much harder and you know with with real focus um, and you attempted to cover as much material as possible do you feel like the outcome is more valuable to you yes 100 percent. i i think the first exam that i did i probably forgot most of what i you know knew for the exam i want to say maybe like a week or two afterwards mm. um you know you like you still have certain yeah, references in your mind and, yeah. and, and you, you know potentially you, you you still kind of know where to go and look for the mm. things you you're looking for. you're not completely unaware but but you you know Within probably a few weeks, I had completely forgotten just the exact numbers and 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 values that I had to know for the exam. Mm. Um, whereas the like the sort of the, the hardest one that I did, um, no, that was just it was basically I spent so much time, I immersed myself mm. so much into it for such a long time that uh, like I don't think I can never I can never forget it. Yes, I mean, I I have forgotten some of the, you know, some of the things for sure, and I mm. will, as time goes by, you know, I will keep forgetting some of the things. Mm. But by oh, and large, yeah. the general patterns and the general um, knowledge that I acquired, I I don't think I think it will take probably a few years for me mm. to you know completely forget it, and yeah. I probably never will forget it if I keep working in that yeah field, in the industry you know? yeah. So I guess the 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 aim probably of the the people who developed that test was to make sure that you are prepared um, and also to lend a, a sort of um, gravitas to the test itself because if it's easy enough that anyone can pass it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really hold any value in the workplace. Um, but I mean, just speaking like on academic terms, so a lot of people will be preparing maybe for a university exam or... Uh, in my case, an entrance exam. And the, I mean, I've noticed myself that I tend to work really well studying past papers. Um, but the issue is that I, when there are gaps in learning, you, um, you know, you, you, you don't really address those properly with past papers. You kind of just address little issues at a time, but you actually aren't really getting an overall um you aren't improving you don't actually see improvement because that area is is continues to be weak Mm -hmm. because you aren't working on it so actually you know stepping back and um revising big chunks uh 
for, for me at the moment, I'm studying maths and there's some gaps for me. Like in particular, I've noticed that my uh, permutations and combinations are quite weak. So I've had to, I kept just, you know, uh, doing past papers, doing past papers, but actually not seeing any improvement because mm-hmm. there was a gap in my understanding. Yeah. And what hopefully that means is that, and I don't know when I'm going to use maths again in the future, but hopefully what that means is that um, my understanding of the subject will be better because of it as a result. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the point. Sometimes of these really tough tests, that's what they were looking for. They're looking for you to, um, you know, really understand the course material to uh, have sort of a superior knowledge and um, and what's what's the word like a, um, you know, when you, like a an ability to use what you what you've learned. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I wanted to ask you was, did you find that there was kind of an exponential learning curve did you find that when you started studying it just seemed and particularly maybe starting to get into practice tests that every question that you came across was new but then so the study the learning curve was very steep initially mm-hmm. but and then leveled out or what how was your experience with that um it's interesting. It was very much, uh, I think there's a name for this as well, which uh, is escaping me now at the moment, but there's very much that phenomenon of like when you're learning something that's, let's say like either entirely or almost entirely new for you, where you basically, you start out uh, thinking that within picturing your head of, of this whole thing as being way, way easier you, mm. you just because you just can't contain it in your mind. Just, yeah. how big this is going to be. So you just think, you know, this is going to be, you know, it's, it's big, but I'll handle it somehow. And then as you keep learning things, uh, you realize just how much is there that you have no idea about. And, and mm. there's that thing that they call sort of the value of despair where you're like, yeah. you, you think you, you will never master this. And that keeps going for, for quite a while. Um, until at a, almost without even realizing you you've now acquired so much knowledge just you know just by mm. persevering that eventually so you get to that t- sort of turning yeah. point where now you you're beginning to have a good sense of you, you kind of you can actually place yourself yeah at, and know okay i this this is how much i know and it looks like that's as much as i need to know there in front of me yeah. for me to sort of completely know this or yeah. master it fully yeah. yeah that's definitely true of learning a language i'd say mm-hmm. um yeah when you when, just when you're starting out you think oh i'm i'm not so bad you know I, I, yeah. i've got this and then as you you know progress to intermediate and uh, upper intermediate you start to realize wow <laughs> i don't yeah. know anything and i'm never gonna learn it <laughs> and yeah. you understand like the how vast it is um so i guess yeah that's true the same is true with these exams that can be really difficult um so did you feel a sense, how did you feel on that day when you walked out of the exam room and you had passed? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's impossible to describe it. it. That was like months of preparation. And honestly, to, to the last minute, I walked into the place, I walked into the exam center without really feeling that, I would definitely pass it. Mm. Um, 
which was not the case for the the like I say sort of the the first exam I did, and I, I was nervous and everything. I definitely didn't you know underestimate or anything. I, I don't think, but um, you know I walked in there thinking, well you know if I don't pass this, something must have gone really really wrong mm. because by all accounts you know I've started yeah. you know these these many weeks and I've, I've done pretty much what everyone says you should be doing, so. I'm going to pass this. Mm. I, I didn't think, you know, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew I had to be focused for the whole three hours that it was, but it, I mean, so I wasn't underestimating, but, but I knew that I had done everything I needed to do to pass yeah. as opposed to the, the solutions architect professional. Yeah. Honestly, even after all those months, I walked in there with like a real sense of, I don't actually know this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, uh, I, I think I know something yeah. and I might pass this exam, Yeah. but I don't know everything. Um, mm. And it's funny. I mean, to this day, and I mean that, like I said, that is the hardest uh, sort of AWS cloud computing certification, which on paper, it means that I, I know a lot about cloud computing, mm. but it's still to this day, I keep finding stuff. Yeah. That I don't know, um, which is, you know, and I just, just keep realizing, well, you know, if, if they had asked me that at the exam, yeah. I, I might have not passed. Yeah. You know? And so you just keep, keep sort of, um, yeah, no, I definitely didn't walk in there thinking, like, no, really confident. Yeah, this yeah, is, this, this is it. I'm definitely going to pass. Yeah. That's interesting. I think sometimes with those ones that are particularly challenging, it is, unless you have years to dedicate to it, which most people don't you do go in with sort of a sense of trepidation. I think that's that's normal. Um, so you prepared for that exam whilst obviously working full-time. What are some tips that you could give to people who are attempting to do the same? Because most people, if it is a professional uh, certification or even if um, they're trying to you know, study for an entrance exam, usually it's very rare, I would say, that people have you know, an entire um, week maybe of uninterrupted study. Most people are trying to balance it within, you know, amongst other activities. So how did you balance, you know, work and study and just keeping up the motivation, especially because it was for a sustained period Mm. of time? (laughs) Well, it's hard. Uh, I would just say that it is very hard. It takes a lot of discipline. a lot of consistency, I want to say as well. So in my case, uh, well, I mean, I've, I've developed over the years this sort of this habit of waking up relatively early. Mm. Uh, I've done that for many years now, and you know, you know not just for before as I was preparing for this certification. So luckily, I was in that habit of just waking up early, and you know, I would normally in the past I would use that time to do other things. And so what I did as I was preparing for those certifications, I just I would wake up early and spend, you know, anywhere between 45 minutes and an hour or something, mm-hmm. just getting ready, just preparing and studying for the exam every day. And that was for several months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I did is that as, as sort of, I, as I got closer and closer to the date that I knew I wanted mm-hmm. to do the exam, I started increasing those, uh, those study times. So what I would what I did in the last, probably a month or so I, I i woke up like maybe probably like an hour or two earlier than than usual so mm-hmm. in the morning i would get like a 
good block of two hours, even more than that sometimes, mm -hmm. just of you know pure studying and you know with your fresh mind first thing in the morning. And then uh, in the last few weeks, what I was doing, I was also studying in, at lunch break at work. And then as so that would be like I'd say maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then as I got back from work, uh, on most evenings, unless we had some something that we had to do with the family or you know some other engagement, I would also you know have dinner with the family and then immediately mm -hmm. get get studying and then I would probably spend another two or three hours easily. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so basically the last month, a month and a half, I was probably studying, I want to say like four or five hours every day. Yeah. Split between, you know, the various times. Yeah. Between mornings and evenings and, and lunch breaks mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So uh, that was, you know, the, the, there's no, there's no real shortcut there in, yeah. in the sense that it's, it's a lot of consistency. It's a lot of discipline. Um, uh, but you can do it and you know even you know in the last few weeks before getting ready as I was getting uh, as, as I was you know getting up really really early it is tiring and it is stressful but you do keep in mind look this is for a limited time you just yeah. keep saying you know telling yourself this is just for a few weeks uh, it's okay to be a little bit more tired than usual I will get back to my normal self mm -hmm. you know um and then the other thing is I did is I would basically use every single free moment I had during the day. So even uh, as I was commute, I downloaded some audio material as well. Um, and so as I was commuting to and from work, yeah. and any time I would even as I like go to for a, like for a, to the bathroom or something during the day, I would you know quickly put on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, or you know overshare <laughs> over <laughs> even as i would go for a, for a walk or something you know take a quick break or something i would you know quickly put on my headphones and and listen to something and just you know basically immerse yourself and keep thinking about that for as long as you can as much as you can every single day so yeah. that your brain is just completely full of of that knowledge and that material yeah you have to like immerse yourself in the subject completely towards the end so would you say that you know booking the date because sometimes it can be quite daunting to to put a deadline on it do you feel like that helped you to increase your focus um you know how how did setting a date or you know paying for the test or whatever it is mm -hmm. how did that help you to approach it so it's interesting right because i'm not typically i'm not that kind of person i don't i can't I like to have like sort of keep my pace and do my things like uh, sort of uh, you know every day do a little bit of studying and then every so often check in with myself and feel like you know am I ready am I not mm -hmm. if I'm not okay, I'm gonna give an extra six months to myself <laughs> you know I'm that kind of guy oh, yeah. uh, but you've definitely helped me a lot there because you from the first exam you told me <laughs> you kind of taught me this this little trick where you told me hey just book the exam mm. for a date that seems real seems realistic and just works work against yeah. that uh sort of time frame um yeah which was a complete revelation with the first exam and but luckily i did it because then it turned out to be super useful in fact probably yeah. vital for then the, the the hardest the harder exam that i did in yeah. the end so this is now probably my number one piece of advice that i would yeah. that i give to everybody is to say you know give yourself don't give don't you don't set just a completely unrealistic uh, you know uh, 
deadline, obviously. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a realistic time frame and work against the date, book, book the exam, pay for it uh, so that you, you can't, you know, you, you can't escape it and yeah. just work against that, that yeah. deadline and it will keep you focused like nothing else. Yeah, you had a double deadline, actually. Well, yes, because uh, we were expecting our second child. Um, basically, what was it like a week? Yeah, a week after I I booked the exam. Yeah. So, um, in my mind, I would have wanted to get the exam done way way earlier than that. Uh, but just the sheer amount of just material that I had to study, mm-hmm. it was just so much that I, I basically I kept pushing it forward because you know i just i just didn't feel like i was ready and then eventually got to the point where we were like okay this baby is gonna come in like three weeks either i do this exam now or then what happens is that when the baby's born and yeah. you know we're looking at potentially months of not not sleeping and yeah. all that there is no way i can do an, a hard exam then after that then mm-hmm. we're looking probably at i might not be able, never be able to do this exam until maybe another year or two yeah and so I, I, you know, I just sat, set, I just booked the exam, paid for it, um, like a week before the, the due date, um, which also contributed to that, that thing we were talking about that I walked into it, not feeling like I, I had, you know, mm. like I, I knew everything. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it was very healthy for me. I want to say, okay, that's enough because yeah, you could just keep going keep going yeah and i mean you spend all these months studying and but that's you know that that takes a toll you know yeah. I, I was tired i'm you know i'm sure that that you know, it's it's not nice every single evening you come back and you have to study because you, know, you want to spend time with the family and you want to relax and and all of that so yeah. it, it's okay for a time and there's there's a place for that for sure but um just setting a deadline helps you know keep the whole thing just healthy mm. and not go overboard or it could have gone on for many many months and yeah yeah and it wouldn't have been even worth the the effort or the price i think yeah yeah because i mean at the end of the day it's not like a a master's thesis or something you know it's not worth a year or two of work um although obviously it does have a, a lot of value in what you do but sometimes you have to also just put the test into perspective um and say mm-hmm. okay it's just it's just a certification or if it's just an entrance exam or whatever it is. Um, even more so for university and school exams because it's one of many and you have to balance your time yeah, and exactly. manage everything. Um, yeah, so I think another thing that like I, I'll add and I, I can't ask you because then I'll be fishing for compliments. But um, I think the other thing that's really important is just to have people around you that support you because yeah. when you were preparing your test... I was giving you so so much advice and I was saying like you should do this and you should book and you should study past papers but then make sure that you're going and checking the areas that you don't that are missing understanding and then when I'm preparing myself I'd be like what should I do I don't know what to do I need help and then you just gave advice back so you kind of like bounce off of each other but sometimes when you're feeling really discouraged when you feel like you're not seeing progress and your marks aren't improving or you know you're, you're doing mock exams and you're getting so many wrong it's really important to have someone there that's going like, no, mm-hmm. you can do it. Don't give up. Yeah. Keep studying. Keep mm-hmm. going. It's tiring. It's exhausting. Um, I'm obviously like I'm not working full time, but I'm with the babies full time. So studying kind of happens in nap times or in the evening. 
And then what can happen is that it kind of sways my results really negatively because I'm studying when I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, So having that time on a Saturday, which is obviously a sacrifice for my family, but having that time on a Saturday study is so important. So it is really important just to make sure that the people around you understand why it's Mm -hmm. so important to you and are, you know, cheering you on and giving you advice and giving you pep talks when you need it. Yeah, no, there's no question. And I mean, in my case, I mean, you definitely did give me a few, you know, pieces of advice that, um, you know, I sort of didn't know, like working against a deadline for me was a massive revelation that actually it's become now my thing. I do that <laughs> for everything, even yeah. at work now, I'll, I've, I've just come to appreciate that so much. And it's yeah. such an obvious thing, but it just never occurred to me that that would work so well. So, you know, that was a bit of sort of new information for me, but in general, what you need there is just somebody just to remind you things that you know, yeah. but just in those moments where, you know, you, you, you're getting yeah. ready and you're just struggling and you can't seem to make progress. I think you start almost like you start thinking irrationally mm. um, and things that you should know. You, yeah, exactly. You, you almost, That's absolutely true. For example, just somebody saying to you, uh, you know, if you keep studying, it will get better. Like yeah. that is so obvious. But it's, when you're in it, it's, it when you're in it, you're like just, it, no, yeah. I mean, this is never going to get better. And it's yeah. so irrational. Because yeah, exactly. You will get better. Just keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So before we go, uh, what's your next, what's next on the agenda for you in terms of tests or certifications? <laughs> or? Uh, I don't actually have plans at the moment because you're still recovering. <laughs> I'm still recovering. I still feel very, very chuffed with myself. <laughs> you're still basking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I think, uh, yeah. Um, but I do have a personal goal that I'd like to get at least one industry, industry certification a year mm. um so you know that was definitely enough for 2019 yeah <laughs> and we're now in that phase where we just recently had our second baby so we we haven't even gone back yet to sleeping the full night and yeah. all that so it's enough I, for now i don't yeah i don't really feel at the moment that i could do more than what i'm doing in terms of you know already Why? various commitments like work and all that and but i have a few ideas i'm not really sure what i will do definitely towards the end of this year i will start researching what could potentially be more relevant for yeah. me most relevant for me uh going forward and i'll, I'll, I'll attempt to get a, a certification in in 2020 okay thank you for joining us today thank you for taking the time to talk about your test i hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that you'll tune in next time for some more practical advice on academic matters.